podcast where we have a bunch of guys from Melbourne talking about nerdy stuff. My name's Adam, and next to me is... Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm Tim. Going to be talking about accessibility in video game design. Nick? Still don't quite understand what you mean by that, but... Uh, That's um, what we need to find out. I'll be talking about um, anthology series in media and uh, how they've come to light. And Adam, what are you talking about? I'm talking about conventions, because like supernova. Actual conventions, like physical? Physical conventions. Not like intervention conventions. Intervention conventions. Uh, that is nothing Pop culture conventions. Right, like supernova. Like supernova. And, so uh, supernova. Yes. I went to supernova last weekend. Yeah. You went to supernova last weekend, Tim. That I did. We yes. didn't fucking see each other, because we went on two fucking different days. You went Sunday, didn't I went you? I went on Sunday. Uh, How was that? That was good. All right, so my question, my question to this one uh, is, yeah. my question to this one. Is that conventional like conventions in pop culture are like the norm now? Yeah. Right. So if I look at a list from some random website, Melbourne alone has fifteen pop culture conventions a year. Wow, that's a lot. I don't, wait, fucking hell. What are the biggest ones? So, so we've got be... Brickvention, which is the Lego one. That's cool. We've got the one. Melbourne Japanese specific. Summer Festival. Yeah. We've got Comic Expo. Yeah. We've got Supernova. We've got I didn't know this was the thing. Oz Bunny Con, <laughs> Oz Comic Con, Madfest, PAX, uh, Comics Expo again, and uh, Gippsland Geek Fest. Sweet. Uh, Conquest, Continuum 15, and mm. the Victorian Goldfields Medieval Fair. <laughs> That's cool. I, I'm, I'm, pretty sure I'm, I I'm, fair. I'm loving these really niche ones about bunnies and medieval yeah i like eras. the lego one i haven't i didn't know <laughs> i there was know a that lego the lego con. one exists but i didn't know we had it in melbourne yeah, i'm gonna have to check that out it sounds cool so uh, what, what was your question uh, so the question is why do we go to conventions Ooh. because fundamentally like there's gonna be stalls we're gonna buy some shit mm. um i think it's just an out for our like hobbies and like the things that we're interested in like everyone would have some sort of like hobby or kind of source that they go to for entertainment because not all these conventions are the same no there's like we, there was like a medieval one you said like so there's the medieval one which is obviously medieval themed that's cool you got the brick one which is lego yeah you got packs which is just video games and there'd be like dozens of smaller ones as well that aren't like global mm. i assume as well but if you look at if you look at like um supernova and comic-con and Comics Expo, they're all the same thing on paper. Right. But yeah. they feature different things. And they, they give people a chance. There's, there's like, usually always some kind of like cross-pollinating with um, all the different pop culture um, medias and stuff like that. Like, like you go to PAX. Like I remember when I, went, when I went to PAX, I didn't, I hardly played any actual demos because the lines were that huge. Like we saw Resident Evil 2 um, last year and the whole friggin' booth was like, just just lined with the like, you know, people waiting around. It's like, yeah, I'm not waiting like two hours just to play. And like, you only got to play for like five minutes. Yeah, I'm not waiting two hours for that. And like Secure, I was going to do. Spyro, we were going to like maybe. Um, but I actually ended up buying comics out of everything. Okay. I found like... So you actually bought stuff. For this yeah, game. no, I bought stuff. Comics. I usually end up buying comics more often than anything else okay. at an expo. That's cool. Because it's like, you can find some like really cheap stuff there actually. Because there was a good. time where I stopped going to cons. And then I'm going to cons now for the panels but you guys go there to meet new people as well and like to see new content and things that you might not otherwise have found yeah yeah that's true so like like all sorts of new like uh tv shows or like a fan base that really that you wouldn't have seen just like browsing netflix or whatever or like a website no most of the stuff i already know about but like if i wanted to go to a con I'll be going to a, like, I would go for a panel or talk. But what about like... guest? Well, the reason why you went this time. Oh, yeah. Big reason. Big reason. Troy Baker, Nolan North. Oh, really? Yeah. At Supernova? At Supernova. That's sick. Did you get a signature? I got a photo of Troy Baker. And... So did Connie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he made his profile picture. (laughs) (laughs) I had to pay for that. Yeah. It's like $54. Wow, I, I saw... Everyone I want to see from a distance, except Troy Baker and Nick Spencer, currently writing um, Spider-Man. But um, yeah, nice. I don't know. Like I, 
I personally don't care for the idea of commodifying like human interaction like that. Like pay, just having to pay to like see someone. Monetizing it. Yeah, I'd, no. Because well, I know I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay for it. Like I saw like Graham McTavish and like Matt Ryan. Like I was at the very. So end this of their is line. weird. So I was talking to Tim the whole time I was there. <laughs> the I saw Matt Ryan's autograph line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there were lines for everyone mm-hmm. else, like Tom Hodgson and some other guys there. Yeah. And my, Matt Ryan's line was like empty. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. So you can see just Matt Ryan there. Do you still have to pay to see him there? You yeah. go right up. You go. You probably go right up and just pay like right. Like the minute, Wait, who, who is Matt Ryan? So Matt Ryan is like the guy. The who, Constantine. Is the current uh, Constantine. He does the animated voices. He does the live action for the Legend of. Tomorrow. Hopefully he'll be in Swamp Thing. That'd be fucking cool. Oh, Ooh, that's interesting. Bit of an ask, but it'd be cool. Which I'm pretty sure is out at the end of this. Uh, end I'm going to bring month. that up. Actually, that's my cool roster of my topic. Yep. So another thing I was interested about yeah. um that always has always interested me about cons uh, uh cons is the cosplaying apps aspect that's a huge part yeah because yeah. that's why like when so every huge. supernova that i went to i dressed up that was fun what as, did you dress up as, as as what one was jesus christ okay when i had my long hair yeah i can picture i can you, totally you see have, what you have long hair yeah i bought a comic book series from like a local Melbourne artist and they gave me like 25% off because you look I like was Jesus. dressed as Jesus Christ and the comic okay. book featured Jesus okay and it like what Jesus manga why can I picture no, no. you far too easily dressed as Jesus Christ because I have a Jesus costume upstairs okay anyway, that's, okay that's for another that plenty of people another day. I dressed up as Poe from Kung Fu Panda you can pull that off I still haven't seen your pictures fully <laughs> <laughs> they're there I don't know why you haven't seen them yet because you're not digging hard enough yeah yeah you're right and then uh, another day another Another time I dressed as a scarecrow from Batman. Batman. Uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, the second one. What? At the very, uh, at the very start? So a suit no, and a no, hood? No, no, the first one. It was the first one. So yeah, a suit and a hood. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a, like a hessian sack. Yeah. yeah. Over, your, over your head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the noose and everything. Hugo just classic comic book and just straight up scarecrow. It. Yeah. And I, that was the same. That was a, the year I met Jack Patillo from... Bruce Teeth. Nice. That's cool. Ooh. I actually saw... So I went up to Tom Taylor at Supernova. Who's he again? He is um, the writer for the Injustice comic book series. Uh, and, he does, okay. and he does other Spider-Man. All right. He does like also Spider-Man stuff as well. Which ones? Um, I think Spectacular. The current, oh, the current okay, yeah, Spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so I went up to him because I'm like, I read Injustice comic book. Oh, because they had different people. Yeah. The next yeah. day on Sunday, they had like Millie, yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. I remember. Um, yeah. So I went to Tom Taylor. I liked his work. I wanted to like get his autograph, but I didn't have any stuff. So I had to buy his, his loot. What? As in like, did they have shit there right, yeah, next, the, to the, him, right had, next to him to buy a stuff in front of his booth. So copies of Spider-Man, um, the entire first volume of Injustice. Yeah. yeah, like before one. Because I was kind of half thinking before before we went to just like maybe have Nolan North sign like my my original Uncharted one copy or whatever, Oof. and then maybe have Matt Ryan sign my Constantine like Hellblazer um volume They're like one. thirty dollars each for like yeah. a signature. It's like yeah, I couldn't be I couldn't be fucked. So I went to Tom Taylor and I'm like I like your stuff, man. I don't have any stuff for you to sign. I'm just gonna buy a copy of Injustice. <laughs> Um, volume like the big volume, yeah. Um, the graphic novel, and he goes like, "Okay, cool. It's like fifty bucks for the for the signature and for the book." That's fucking good, actually. Which is great. That's but how many how how many issues was it? Which was, is like th- this is the whole book for like the first part. This is before and in trade soft cover, hard cover. Fucking hell, yes. that is but, good. So I'm there, ready to give this guy my money and get a signature. He's already like on the back page, drawing a sketch as Batman. And I go to him, do you take card? I'm like, no, I don't take card. Oh, oh no. shit. I don't have any cash on me. So you have to like Did leave you? the book with him and duck out to an ATM? Yeah. So there was an ATM right in front of him. Oh. But that ATM ran out of money. What? Oh my God. What? So I like, shit. So I have to be at the Nolan North panel in like half an hour. The next ATM is like in the next building. You have to run. So I ran to. You could have gotten there and back easily within half an hour, though. So I went. So I went to the like next building, tried to find an ATM. I couldn't find it. Then I realized, shit, I gotta be in Nolan North in like ten minutes, which is like on the other side of the convention. 
Mm. Rant to that. What about like going to a shop or whatever and just going, hey, if I give you this money through ATM, uh, through FPOS, could you give me some um, cash? Well, not everyone has ATM. Yeah. They don't have a big sign. None of them have like big signs. Yeah. We take card. Um, you have to ask them if they take card or not. Yeah. Mm. So, Sounds sketchy as fuck. I swear yeah. they're probably laundering money. So I never, I never got an autograph from uh, oh, fuck So he's, he's there with like... I knew it. Oh. He's there with a copy of 50 like... 50 bucks for that in hardcover. And he's signed. there with a copy of Injustice with a half like half oh, drawn out Batman just God. waiting for me to come back with his money. That is the worst story I've ever heard. So I'm like, that. shit, I feel bad enough with Tom Taylor. I should probably find him. Tom Taylor. He would have sold it on. If I knew that was the case, I would have waited until Nick Spencer shown up and got, me, got him to sign like a copy of Spider-Man Run for me. That sucks. But I probably would have done the same thing because I don't have any. I wouldn't have. I didn't have any cash. Damn. So when you guys go to cons, bring cash. Yes. And uh, if you've got like uh, dressing up as a like a cosplay. You can always, like, there's always, like, a, a little booth somewhere that's got, like, a costume, like, sew-up. Yeah. They have oh, weapons. you got to go through that, weapon so checks yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. you got to make sure you've got that little orange oh, so, here's, so here's the thing. On your guns. Supernova 2019 was not my first con. But mm. I went to it with a friend, and in, like, the first half an hour, we've, we made so many rookie mistakes when you go to a con. Mm. What'd so you do? Here's, here's, here's Adam's 101 on going to a con. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't... Wear a cosplay with no pockets. Yeah. Because you're going to need fucking pockets. Look at or the a bag. <laughs> look at the schedule properly. Because my mate bought like an, a massive $100 art book four hours before the actual autographing. <laughs> so you have to so like, you just carry just it around, it around the, the whole time. Oh my God. <laughs> um, look at the fucking weather beforehand. Yeah, make sure you don't bake. Because it was like costume. 35 degrees and I was in a panda what? onesie. <sighs> um, know the map of where things are and bring water stay and hydrated. bring water and stay hydrated because because when I don't know I don't know what actually happened but when I was getting my photo oh, with you got a good story here with Troy Baker mm-hmm. I'm, I was putting my bag away because they have a designated bag zone and uh, some some chick collapsed Oh, really? Yeah, that happened. I walked by someone when... I can't remember which convention it was. Oh, might have been Madman, actually. I was walking by a shop again, and like I saw like a whole bunch of people crowded. I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. What's going on here? And then like I kind of walked around it, and I realized, because this crowd were on the left, and I moved, I motioned over to the right, and I got through the crowd. I didn't realize like as I was taking my... Um, step forward. I'd stepped right over this kid who like collapsed and had like an, epilep- an epileptic fit until I was like already until my <laughs> until my on his face. no until my right foot was already over like his elbow. I'm like oh shit okay. <laughs> no, I like well, kept. I'm like fuck this and I kept going. Fucking helped him. Oh so yeah no it, and all of those factors contribute to why we go to cons to cons yes. Yeah, see people passed out. People who always a good time. Couldn't make it. Who couldn't quite, quite handle their cosplayers. <laughs> yeah. No, this, this chick wasn't even cosplay. Yeah, no, neither was this guy. He was like in a sh- shorts and a shirt. Guys, be safe around cons. Drink plenty of water. Get enough sleep. Be safe at cons. There are volunteers there to help. But... Public service announcement. Yes. All right. Be safe at cons. Yeah. All right. Back, well, to, the, back to the program. Well, <laughs> with... Uh, I have been playing a lot of Sekiro. Shadow has died twice lately. Latest from software game. And um, been reading, been hearing all these opinions, reading all these articles about, like, you know, it's from software. They're usually branded as like a very, like their games are very difficult, hardcore RPGs. So it's reopened the discussion pretty much of accessibility and video game design and uh, inclusiveness for all players and all fans. So I thought I'd open up the discussion on that for you guys. So like Your people with disabilities? No, 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 just say, or for example, like the from, the from software games, they're literally made to challenge a player, both like in terms of its difficulty, in terms of its narrative. Cause you know, they don't really like, they don't explicitly, you t- uh, explicitly tell you what's happening throughout the story. Like I'm in, I'm in, I don't know what part, I'm probably in the third arc maybe of Secure and like kind of like shit's hit the fan in a certain area. And it's like, well, I kind of see why it's going crazy, but I don't really know how it correlates to what I've just done. So, like, 
a lot of it's left unsaid. You have to like read through everything, kind of like process of determination with um, the um, the in-game design and stuff. So, mm, so it makes it think. And yeah, it's nice. very yeah, they're very challenging game. in a lot of ways. So yeah. it's like, and a lot of a lot of players don't like that. A lot of players. Like casual audiences and stuff, they tend to get very turned off by it very quickly. So, right. I want to get your your text. What do you guys think of that? Whole? But that's kind of like that falls under the category of like we're just making something that we think people would like. If you don't, if you don't like it, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to play it. Yeah, like, I mean, it, we're not making it for everybody. It kind of reminds it's like me movies. of movies. It's not like yeah, there's like art movies and stuff. But you have to start playing it before you know that you like it or not. Yeah, so that's up to the consumer. Like, like this, but like. That's where like YouTube uh, like videos of people like mm. playing little snippets of games. No, we're talking about the game casual game. People here. know what the game's about and what it, how it plays. We're talking about the casual game here. The guy who goes like, ah. Oh. So like a lot of people are able to uh, like view content of the games and how it's played in the gameplay um, from just trailers on YouTube and people describing the games yep. as a casual observer. But I don't really think there are like. Does a casual gamer market exist all that broadly? Is like, like, so are we talking about the guy who would go to AB Games and goes, that looks cool, I want to buy it, knowing nothing about this game besides the five-minute trailer I see at AB. But do, do those people exist? Not even gameplay trailer either, like, say... Just, this poster looks yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I think people, if people are going to sink, like, 50 bucks into a game, they're going to, like, research it a little bit. They're going to be like, oh, Ooh. I remember this game. I like think they, I, I, people just walk into EV I games feel and like pick up any zero game. expectation. We're talking about zero expectation. I, I feel like at least I feel like all of us have had one at least one point where we've just gone in and went, "That looks good. I'm going to buy it without actually knowing." Nah, I haven't done that at all. I feel like I did that with fuck. Which one? I think I might have done that with the first Assassin's Creed. Actually, no, I I can't think of it. I was going to say a crisis, but all these games I used to play, like I either saw a friend play or I played on a friend's console. Yeah, so, you've... so I've like had a taste for myself before I actually played the oh, game. Oh, you've seen a video on YouTube somewhere. Exactly. So mm. like, you know, like I don't know anyone who's 100% gone in and gone and played a game. True. On the other side not of the spectrum, Not knowing anything actually, about it. I was thinking this kind of harkens back to oh, nice. the original Jack trilogy, actually, because I was thinking, I, I don't know, I always think of those games. They're so fucking underrated to me. Um, but... I remember the first game. If you go back, if you go back and play the original Jack and Dexter, aside from like the final boss, arguably it's a pretty fucking easy game. Like you can cruise through Actually. it, very explorative platforming. And then because of all the fan complaints and stuff, saying, "Oh, this game's too easy. There's not a lot of challenge." I think you go, you go play the second and third, and it's way fucking tougher. The first Jack and Dexter game, yeah. I knew nothing about, but that was the demo that came with the PS2. The original or or two. See, but that's what I'm saying. Demos don't come out with games anymore. That's why people like mm, if the they old did, demo people, discs on yeah, PS2. People would be like, "Oh, I might check this on my computer and like my old CD-ROM drive and yeah. boot it up, see see how this plays. If I like it, I might buy the the game." But mm. that was the only that and Tekken Two or something because it came with the PS2 back then. Do you guys play that's those it. CD CDs that came with like boxes of cereal? The mini discs? Yeah, oh, I never got yeah. those. I think I never got a Scooby. -Doo I always had my. Um, I played the shit out of my cousin's one because they had a, they had this one demo disc of PS2. It had Jack Two on it. It had Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, had Beyond Good and Evil, had all these like later classic kind of like PS2 games before they came out, like a year, like a couple months or a year before they came out. Oh, we're talking Early. about Sekiro though. Yeah, that too. Right. Sekiro, Sekiro from software, like you know. Yeah. But yeah, like I, it's kind of like because like people are saying. Oh, it should have an, an easy mode and everything. Oh, they need to, you know, make it access, make it available to all fans, you know, rather than it kind of like dilutes the message of the actual, the whole um, experience of the actual from software games. Cause like they're supposed to be designed around these horrible, tough challenges and stuff that you just feel so fucking good about when you ever come. Yeah. It's about like learning the mechanics and all that and taking advantage of, of, of it. And actually becoming a better player rather than just like hacking and slashing, like just like constant tapping the shit out of R two, and it's like, you know. Yeah, but I don't think like just people who dive into video games that's not going to be their first choice. And if it is, it's probably going to deter them from playing any more video games. See, that's the thing. When you read reviews like that, these are guys who have jobs in reviewing games. They're just going to pick up a game or get given an assignment and go here, play this, write, write a report about it. Yeah, you reckon? Mm. 
Yeah, I think so. But I think because it's such a stiff competition in video game um, reporting nowadays that uh, people have, like have to like step up now to be like, you know, be anywhere like in the persuasive kind of market. Because there is so, like, there is that difference between being a video game journalist and being a player in some degree. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Is that the end of your I would topic? Say, yeah. I would say so, yes. Okay. Potentially. Right. So, uh, moving on, I'm going to talk about uh, anthology series in media. So, at the time of this recording, Love, Death and Robots. On Netflix. <laughs> yes, on Netflix. Yep. Just came out. And... Uh, Adam, you said you... I've seen, seen like maybe 60 to 80% of the episodes. Right. Do you watch them in order or just randomly? So that's the thing. I I thought, because I watched the trailer. Yeah. And I thought it was just the first episode. First episode would be the whole thing. Right. I didn't know going thought. in, there were shorts. Yeah. They're like, like it, it differs um, from like... Five minutes, I think, is like the shortest one. And there's like one 15 minute one, maybe. Yeah, and then they go to like. Oops, Are there any like really long ones, like 40 minutes? No, there's nothing, nothing? that goes more than 15 minutes. So they're like little bite sized, kind yeah. of like. Yeah. Okay. They're awesome. And they're all, they all feature animation styles. Different animation styles. Yeah. There's, oh, so they're all, anima- it, they're they're all, all animated. They're all animated. Oh. All of them are animated except one. Okay. And that features animation. I don't think you've seen it because it's at the end. It's the one with the mini fridge, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, you have seen it. Yeah. So the thing, the weird thing about Netflix and the show is that you don't watch them like consecutively. If you leave it to autoplay, it's just going to choose a random video in that list. Oh, uh, okay. You have a like a random autoplay on Netflix? No, but apparently it's a thing in, built into Netflix. Oh, interesting. Um, that they've utilized for Love, Death and Robots. No, uh, oh, y- Yes. Because there was an article written about it when the show came out about Netflix is using an algorithm for net for love, death and robots to show you an episode based on your gender and sexuality. Like, what the fuck? How do they get that? I'm like, why? Why does it? Why? Why? It was false. But because it was randomized, people made speculations about that. Oh, I mean, it wasn't uh, true. Okay. Like the whole... Who knows? That, so that was, was literally just right. a... Fi- okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Because you're not going from episode one, two, three, four, five yeah. to how many episodes? How many... How long is it all up? Like the whole the series The whole series thing wouldn't go whatever. for... Like it wouldn't go longer there, than There were 18 episodes. Wait, what? The, all of the episodes wouldn't add up to more than an hour and a half, I yeah. reckon. So it's almost like a... It's, it's almost like a feature, pretty much, of like... Yeah. Probably not even an hour, like, but... Oh, I reckon an hour... There, there are 18 of them because like, I thought 18 it, episodes because yeah. I thought it was a movie oh yeah I probably. thought it was a movie Easy. when it first when it first got announced I wasn't sure if it was a no. show or it's cool I'll show, well, I'll show you an episode later but um, they're all different animated animation styles and they're not connected in any way whatsoever so there's no overarching stories and I reckon this like this like unconnected anthology series such like similarly Black Mirror and even Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. That was kind of the start of it, but then that's kind of connected in this, in the under the banner of the Twilight Zone. I, I think. Well, generally, I think usually anthology is like TV wise. Anthology is usually, I think, probably because of that permeating Twilight Zone influence. It's usually based around the concept of weird fiction. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know anything about Love, Death, and Robots, but like from the way I've, from what I've seen a bit of it. And from how everyone talks about it, it seems like very odd, like oddball sci-fi see, kind see, of thing. the bend. issue is what you've probably seen is only the first episode because that's the trailer. I haven't seen shit. I haven't watched any what, of it. it was, what was the trailer? I've seen um, images. And- so it was, it was most of, most of the trailer was the first episode with, um, I think it was like Sunny's Edge or something. Is that the first episode? Right. Sunny's Edge. Yeah. With the big monster fight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was cool. I haven't that, seen like, that. Twist? I haven't yeah. seen that. Oh, so that twist. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Um, yeah, no. No, no spoilers. No but, spoilers. Um, yes. No, I haven't seen that at all. But it's like, um, I don't know. You could trace it. It's kind of weird that it's like, I'm sure it was around before Twilight Zone. And, you know, there have probably been plenty yeah. of other. It's just a very niche kind of thing in like, 
I'd say weird fiction, which I'd say is probably um, was uh, kind of like the catalyst maybe or like the influence on that kind of premise for TV was probably from the short story back in like the 50s and oh, back in even like the 30s and stuff, the weird fiction pulp yeah. mag- magazines that like love comic pro- book series. Yeah. Like kind of like little bite-sized stories yeah. that you can like step away from yeah. for like a week or something and then get back into it and it's like, like the stuff no that big like issue. the stuff that like, you know, Lovecraft and all them like made their careers on and stuff, just submitting to Mac weekly magazines. Yeah. And pulp stuff. So I've kind of noticed that in like the DC films and like yeah. their properties. So you got like the Justice League, which came out, yep. and that's a culmination like of a rush job of like Sp- <laughs> Superman, Flash, Cyborg, yep. Wonder Woman, Fucking uh, Batman, Batman yep. and all their like kind of that universe. Yep. But then you've got the Flash TV show, which is different Flash. Yep. And then you've got Arrow, which is part of the Flash. And well, then you, but then no, it's no, all part of the Arrow. Flash, Flash yeah. is part of the Arrowverse. Oh. Yep. Oh yeah, because Arrow came first, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you've got then they, they brewed Constantine into it. Oh, really? Yep. Well, it was NBC, and then they cancelled it after the first season. And Supergirl. Because oh, I was on, right. I was on yeah, Fox. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then, yeah, Constantine is now in Legends of Tomorrow, I think. Yeah. And then Supergirl was, like, teased to be in the, uh, like, Justice League, I think. Or was, like, part of the, that universe, because, I don't know, there was a reference in it that she, she was okay. already in it. And then you've got the Gotham, which is another DC property yeah which isn't connected whatsoever yeah and then dc universe stuff which we also, there's also a show coming out for um the pennyworth Alf, pennyworth yeah yep, the alpha is coming out this year yeah it's not connected either nope what and to go is what about gotham though no no really i, thought, okay. I think it's a completely different i thought studio it was a well. gotham yeah. prequel but okay and then on top of that you've got uh the joker the walking phoenix yep joker yeah. film coming great out. trailer Looks interesting. That it's very taxi driver esque. That's it. That seemed to just like do a complete one eighty on everyone's expectations. Yeah. Because people were like, "What, Joaquin Phoenix?" And like, I was, I was kind of in the same boat. I was like, "Oh, Joker," but then again, it is Joaquin Phoenix, so I'm gonna trust it. And then the trailer came out, and I was like, "Yeah, no, it's gonna be fucking awesome." All right. So, and then, so and then you've got the Birds of Prey film, which is right. Harley yeah. Quinn, which yep. is connected to Suicide Squad, yep. which is Jesus loosely connected Christ. to the Justice League. Yep. But then the uh, the unofficial DCEU. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you've got all the comic book franchises and the uh, the video games. Plus the streaming. Which are, which are like loosely connected, but. You haven't talked about the streaming service as well with. Um, Titans. Oh, true. Titans and Doom, Doom Patrol, Patrol. And. Was Umbrella, Umbrella Academy separate? Umbrella Academy is separate. That's a, and then that's Swamp Thing, which I'm yep. so excited yes, about. That's coming up. But. Like the idea that these are all connected under like the banner of like superhero and by the um, the owners, yeah, but aren't actually like connected through the uni- the like the actual universe of the. Mm. There's no continuity. Yeah, it's almost like that argument that's made for that every single TV show that ever existed is connected because of that one. Is that one? Show I the can't remember the snow globe. Yeah, yeah. What? How, what's that? What's that TV? I can't show? remember what the show is, but there's this there's this old show where like this kid like looks into his snow globe and it references another show, and then that show is referenced another and another and another, and it's all like and it all connect, snowballs into like one giant. Yeah, you can and you can connect every TV show to yeah. this one show, and it's like in theory they're all being played in a universe in a yeah. snow globe in a kid's room. So basically, it's the all TV universe. It's pretty yeah. much one show is referenced another, and then the references. Um, then that show's referenced a, like another one or whatever. Like grows exponentially. And it's all just grown yeah. because all these shows just reference each other like little bits. The TV multiverse. Yeah, like yeah. Seinfeld so it's, yeah, references. Yeah, yeah. Apparently there's a Superman reference in every episode of Seinfeld. Okay. That people That's just hidden. Okay. Cool. Well, I guess if I ever go get into watching all of Seinfeld, I'll look for a Superman reference every but episode. But at the end of the day, yep. if we look at the DC stuff, just comic books in general, yeah, these are just characters. And the way we, you know throw them out as a way of storytelling yeah and they're not connected at all in any way yeah. but i don't know what they're do- like they don't that shows that there doesn't have to be a direction in which this is like that these little stories have to be told so like, okay so if, if if we i feel like if we had duke here would have been much of an easier argument or like discussion but would you want to see the same universe for the next 50 years or would you want 
mm. many different shows with the basis of a character played out differently for each iteration. That's interesting. Yeah. I think I'm it was sure. I like because we look at TV. Yeah, Neighbors has been going on forever. God. Yeah. Home and Away has been going on forever. Alfie. Um. No, Alfie. What's his name? Alf. Elf, that's right. What else? What, what, what TV shows are still going since, like, God knows when? Simpsons? Doctor Who. Simpsons? Jen. Doctor yep. Who. Doctor Who? I think, apparently, someone told me the other week that Coronation Street has still been going since, um, like, the 50s or whatever, or 40s. Coronation Supernatural's still going. It's about to end. Oh, thank God. Oh, um, South Park? South Park's South Park's 20 years old. Over 20 years old, actually. What else is... What There's else is a whole bunch of shows. Yeah. Yeah. We could probably go online and look at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but that that's that that's not the point. The point is like, do we want to see like the same style of animation with those characters or those characters done differently? Because people, people might get bored of like yeah. the same thing. But people also like some people don't Shit. aren't invested in TV shows if there's no long term payoff. So like, there's definitely a market. What is long term payoff like? Like, well, like the people invested in like, uh, like, uh, was it Neighbours and Home and Away? Yeah. They're like Australian sitcoms. Okay. um, It's culture at this point. Yeah. But like, there are different like categories of people who like the short, like short stories, like The Simpsons and South Park and all that. But there are also people who like the the broad term, like... Because The Simpsons started off as a short. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Like a different one. But I don't know. I think... If they could somehow connect all of these different DC properties under the banner of like the multiverse, so there's in the comic the Elseworlds books, universe, yeah, that like, would be cool. Yeah, there's like a there's like a split, like multiple universe uh, universes featuring different Batman's and different Supermans and well, different. They've kind of already done histories. It'd be sick if they could do the same thing with these and say like reference them somehow, all of them, saying that like. Uh, the Birds of Prey movie and the Pennyworth and Gotham and mm. Justice League movie and all the, the Batman films from like the 80s. They've uh, technically already done this with Marvel, actually. If you go on the wiki sites for Marvel, they've got a universe listing for every single... Everything to do with it. Like the Marvel... Like the original Raimi yes, Spider-Man yes, movies, they, they have their own universe title. Mm. The Marvel one has... The like MCU Spider-Man has their Into own, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's got their own one and it's all connected actually with so the noir and So the way that, that yeah. DC and Marvel do things, they're, they're, they're similar and different at the same time. Mm. Um, so DC has this massive map with yeah. like the map of 15, 15 universes. Yeah. 52 universes. Uh, it's a new 52, yeah, right? Yeah. No, no. There are 52 worlds. Right. It's a big map. Type in like DC Universe map and you'll see it. It's written by... I've got fucking... Probably Jeff Johns. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't... I don't know. It wasn't... Morrison. That was an effort. Grant oh. Morrison. Oh. Grant Morrison made that map. That was to like try and clean up everything, yeah. right? To make yeah. it all cohesive. All those years of continuity. Whereas Marvel, they've just let... They've just fucking... Yeah, and Marvel just out. goes... All right, so that thing, that's Earth, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That thing, that's Earth, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Comic books, that's Earth 1. Like Earth 616 or Marvel Prime nowadays, the main universe, 1610, Ultimate Universe. Mm. So if you ever read like um, a Spider-Man book, they're they're doing an event right now called the Spider-Geddon, which is kind of like the Mm Spider-Verse. So the Spider-Verse movie came off the Spider-Verse comic book and now they're doing a sequel to that now in the comic books. Right. Um, so in the comic books now for Spider Geddon, they have PS4 Spider Man. Really? And there's his Earth. That's cool. I um, wonder if they'll actually like. That's feature- very meta. I wonder if they'll mention that maybe somehow or an Easter egg in the get in the, like the sequel. Are they yeah. making a sequel to the game for Spider Man? Yeah. yeah. Like they're not going <laughs> to make <laughs> no, a sequel. They, they well, I don't know. Like they won't. I assume they are, but I don't know. If of course they will. Do you know when it's? It's coming not out? announced, no. but it's but a they given. They, it's a they given. made bank for that. God of War came out, and that got. That was like the highest selling PS4 exclusive. And Spider-Man came out like two, three months later and it fucking cleared it. Yeah, yeah but God of War still... Like, God, God of War is an icon, like a PS PlayStation yeah. icon. So it was Kratos. Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They're, they're, so they're going to make they're a They're going to. It's yeah. a given. So, yeah, getting back on topic. Yeah. Um, the anthology series and media where you get a, a large series of short clips that are not connected to anything. I don't think that's, I think that's the direction 
That is unexplored. short clips. Do you think it's going to go instead of? But this after the success of Love, Death, and Robots, it's going to be more. To it's going to be even more bite-sized, almost YouTube-esque. Mm, like YouTube shorts. Because before that, it was like Twilight Zone and Black Mirror. They were long form. Well, Twilight Zone, I think they're twenty minutes, maybe. Yeah, they would have been twenty minutes because sixties broadcasting and stuff. But like, um, you know, like much more traditional television lengths. And now you think it's going to go in a different direction with. Love, Death and Robots with its... But the thing with Love, Death and Robots is they all followed, each episode followed the theme of Love, Death and Robots. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's got to be, that's got to be the, yeah, I was saying to Nick earlier, um, with Anthology, I think one of the consistent, um, what, like the, one of the consistent ideas you need to bring to an anthology, even if the universe is, even if it's not in the same universe every single time or like completely like, you know, completely different in tone and feel in every way. I think it has to have consistent themes at at the very least but to tie it all together. To. It doesn't have to have consistent themes because that's like mm. it, to keep things interesting or an, overar- or, they- or an overarching single well, idea. Well, if you look at Love, Death, and Robots, mm. it, some some of the episodes redefine what it means to be Love, Death, and Robot. Yeah, look at the last episode where spoilers. For was that wait? Was that the Russia? No, nah, this is the one with the fridge. The oh, that fridge, was it. Yeah, yeah. The fridge is the robot. Ah, true. Right. So there was no, there was no, oh, that was the thing in the fridge was the robot. Oh, no, it wasn't a robot the though. The fridge it's just is a, the robot. Love is the couple and death is the cycle of life that happens in the fridge. Yeah, I think it's more of a death thing though. I don't think that, because it's not a robot. It's still the, a machine. The fridge was just, yeah, I guess. Although you get into a bit of semantics with the, yeah. what's a robot and what's a machine. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. Um, and then, but I think it's more of the death thing because you're right, it's like a cycle. Yeah, that happens in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the episode where, you know, you've got that farm village. Yeah, that was cool. That was robots. That was, that was definitely, definitely robots. robots. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it fleshes out the love, death, and robots in a healthy way, except I don't really yeah. think there's much to do with love. So there's there was a few episodes. There was that one episode where um, it starts off with the dude um, pointing a gun. It wasn't a gun. In front of the, in front of um, he killed the, that chick. Uh, he killed a he killed someone in and who was witnessed by another woman, woman who looks exactly like the woman. yeah 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 yeah. And then that ended. It was, that was very cyclical as well. Yeah, that was weird. That was very interesting because they they often often end in like like out of nowhere, just like with no explanation. See the thing with those with Love, Death, and the Robot is that. It builds up to the point where you kind of want more of each story. Yeah. Especially the first episode. Because you like... Yeah. You just want more. Because it's like... It's so unbelievably creative and original that it's... It's like... You just have to appreciate that it exists and like it's a small like bite-sized chunk. Because yeah. I haven't seen anything like that. It blew my mind when I saw it. It's like... Yeah. They're all so different and yet they're all so similar. Plus the uh, like the animation style is like super cool. Yeah, like they're all they're all. I feel like they're all made by different different people. They probably are, and that the animation style kind of reflects this, like the themes and the stories as well. Especially, there's also the one where um, the Chinese themed one with the spirits. Oh yeah, that was like the feudal it's, Japan kind of one. No, it's China. Is it? They go to Hong Kong. Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and it's like the there's like a the samurai kind of guy and he, he who's who was the guy's son. dad yeah yeah and then yeah. they the, the hunters yep 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 we won't say anymore about that one. that's one that, that, that actually escalates. that was great just was go great for though, every episode that escalates a lot in like God. the span of 10 minutes because that that gets into like sci-fi like um fantasy and then also like science fiction yeah. a bit so it's like emerges sci-fi. no no but like you it get just sci-fi with science fiction no no you mean i mean fantasy it's kind of science the fantasy uh, yeah, side of fantasy sci-fi, is... and then you get into like the science, the hardcore science okay, side. Yeah, yeah. Of also, it, like in that episode, you also think about the the way people change, like sexually, when machines evolve. Yeah, it's kind of like Black Mirror. Yeah, in some ways, spoilers, some episodes. There's a guy in that episode who gets a hard on for machines. Oh yeah, that that's guy. all I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna <laughs> that's gross. That. Just leave it at that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. That was awful. Yeah. Um, uh, but are there any more any more examples of that? Well, of, of an anthology use? 
kind of in the Star Wars series. They're, they're like, I mean, this that's, the, that's they, they were testing the all connected. They're, they were yeah. testing the waters they're, with like little stories, like little like Rogue One, a little story about how they got the plans. Yeah, but that's that had they're more already, prequels. That was though. already like had happened. There's and, a difference. There's, that's they're straight up prequels. They establish um, correlated facts yeah. and stories that are later fleshed out. Um, but then what about in, the animated series in later that flesh out like the Clone Wars and stuff yeah. like that? They're basically prequels. That featured Obi-Wan, right? Heavily? In Did the it? animated series? Yeah. I think Clone so. Wars. I never watched all of Someone was showing me a clip of it as Darth Maul as well and all that yeah. stuff. So it's yeah. set, yeah, I think probably a little bit before. Have you you haven't seen Solo, right? No. I haven't seen Solo either. Probably not going to. Yeah. Are you not going to? I uh, probably not. You're not are you well, going to? I, I probably will eventually. Do you mind if I spoil it for you? That's fine. Darth Maul features in so like okay. cool it's cool yeah it's okay. like it like pops up out of nowhere just out of nowhere yeah it's sick as as well that's pretty cool I think wait it features him after he died or oh in the died okay. because Obi-Wan killed him yeah well, cut him in half cut him in half. Solo, right? yeah as after what? Obi-Wan cut him in half and he fell down the trench he came back with robot legs hmm. where does Solo live it lives between episode th- three it's, and four. Um, it would be around the time as the first, no, the fourth one. So before episode four. four. So before the Luke. It'd be at the same time because Han and Luke are about the same age, and Luke was like only a teenager. So in before the, first the last one. I, thought, I always thought it was more like Luke no, was in his twenties. I always thought Luke was in his twenties, and then Han was thirties. Which was pretty much that makes more sense. That was that was Mark Hamill and wait, did, wait, Harrison ha- Ford's ages at that ha- time. Han Solo was older than Luke. Yeah, oh, by around bit. like yeah, oh, that's a little right, under ten Han years. Han was already shit. established by that time yeah, yeah, yeah. as a smuggler. Yeah, so he was like, he would have been like late twenties, early thirties yeah. or something, and then Luke, Luke would be alive but yeah. young. Yeah, he would have been like a kid or a t- or maybe a teenager yeah, living on his moist farm with his uncle Ben. His moist farm, moist farm. No, with his future dead uncle. Ben. Yeah, but at that point. Uh, Obi-Wan would be living in a cave somewhere on, on his planet looking yep. after Luke and then uh, Darth Maul was dead and... So we're saying that, are we saying that Darth Maul is still alive in this universe? Right? Yeah, he is. There's actually... Uh, this just came to my mind. I reckon he's going to come back in this this new trailer, this the, new film. So yeah, yeah. Like, literally this morning, Star Wars Episode Nine tra- teaser trailer mm-hmm. came out. That one too. It's not a teaser trailer, it's pretty much a trailer. That was, What's the difference tr- between a teaser was... and a... A tease is like a short much. snippet. At, at that this was, point with Disney, a trailer. a trailer's going to be like eight minutes. That yeah. was a trailer. Anyway. But yeah, no, with talking about hard sci-fi and um, anthology, I was just thinking about not proper full-on anthology shows, but anthology episodes within regular long-form series. I was feeling like uh, Rick and Morty, what they were doing. Like, uh, Rick and Morty connected though. You could, Yeah, no, I mean like these little individual kind of concepts or even like, you know, within say like... The the TV news, the um, intergalactic news, uh, um, uh, TV shows like ads and stuff like that. When they were doing that, they'd like sit Uh, TV and watch intergalactic. They were all like uh, improvised. Yeah, and then like season three, they do Morty's mind blowers when he's going through all those little snippets and flashbacks of all the shit he made him forget. But they're yeah, they're anthology, but they're not like they're unconnected. Yeah, they get I love them because it shows that there's like little little like. That's adventures true. they've gone on they've got like they've been doing other things off camera that the, yeah. the audience hasn't seen that's true they, they've actually like experienced life and and done all sorts of well some I mean, universe it's not like it's a completely different um well it just shows that the universe is going on without us without being us present yeah, yeah, yeah which is really cool like hell they we may still want more of them, they though. may even have changed timeline to um our universes again without us knowing that whole square I have, yeah Definitely. Wait, wait. What was the evidence to support that? He's like, oh, I said we've got to go change universes again. Oh, really? So it's like, what do they do? Uh, about? At the, where he makes a machine yeah, that yeah. makes squirrels yeah, talk yeah. to each other, and they start chasing more. There's oh, another yeah. example I've seen of something like, of a similar premise where that whole episode with the fart, with the cloud. Oh yeah. yeah where they swap out their their Jerry at the end. I'm oh, pretty, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm fairly matter. certain. I think if you go by their tags. That that whole episode that wasn't our the Rick and Morty who went up to, um, who were approached to find their missing Jerry. Yeah. That was we weren't following our regular Rick and Morty. Maybe that whole episode. Oh really? Yeah. So there's it was a, just another adventure. 
That was a separate Rick and Morty. See, movie that's why it's so cool because I leave it open that to interpretation Maybe. that the you can poke can holes in that, on their own. You can poke holes in that one pretty easily though because you see Rick mining the um the crystal, which is what the actual parasites come on to next episode. Oh uh, yeah. So who knows? But oh, that's still a good right, idea to yeah. go for, to um to think of. So there's a theory that evil Morty was Rick's original Morty. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would. That would work. Yeah. And well. that was like that, that he was the Morty that fell over and was trapped in the intro. Like when Rin, cause in the intro to Rick and Morty, like, they're, Oh they're yeah, away yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick shoots a portal gun and he falls <laughs> over the chase, getting chased by giant toads or something. In yeah. the middle of a desert. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. the, the theory is that, that that's Rick. I heard that somewhere. Well, that, if you look at that the intro, Morty is the, the original. If you look at the intros, half the intro aren't even in the episodes. Yeah. I'm still waiting so on Kapulu. God damn yes, it. So am I. You won't get it. Well, no, I wonder. They love half because like twenty percent of the shit they show on there have have shown up in episodes. Yeah, and the rest of it's just made up stuff, pretty much. Which they I would love dabbled to see. in time travel, have they? They said they never will. Yeah, yeah, good. Which it's too is, slippery. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was they said as well. Who knows? Maybe they're just fucking with us anyway. I read an uh, interview that said that in Rick's garage there's like a box that says time travel or something on it yeah time travel stuff it's like, oh, shit, but it's oh, like sure. put on a shelf yeah as if to say that's like they, that the idea of um, time traveling is shelved for the time, uh, for the time being <laughs> but good one yeah I still want another season coming out there yeah, it's well, coming out this year 70 whole ep- they've ordered like adult, adult Swim ordered 70 episodes which will be 100 episodes I think yeah they're not, they're not going to release it all at once. No. no. They're going to take a sweet they're time. They're going to do, do a 15. Right. I mean, they might do over, over 10, 13 episodes this time. So. Um, for the season. Because they, they were always apparently um, not confident they could carry a whole like 16 episode season. Which, that mean, which means. They might do it. In time. the first episode where they go 100 episodes, we're going to buy 100 episodes of Rick and uh, Morty. Rick and yes. Morty Adventures. Rick and yeah. Morty season 50. 100. Yeah. Hopefully they do it justice and they don't kill it. I mean, nah. Premature. I don't think yeah. they will. Like there was t- that, they were that cautious around the development of season three. I don't think we're gonna have to oh, it's worry. It's gonna take him forever. It's gonna take him eighty years to well, do I it. I think right that um, when Mister Pippi Butterfly has a big bushy the, beard, who's the and main guy again? Rick? No, Morty. Who, who voices Rick and Morty? Both Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland start a new project. Oh, so it's gonna <laughs> be a while. Damn it! You do want him to like? I want him to focus, focus. just on Rick and Morty. It's like you're like a George R. R. Martin hater. He's like George R. Like everyone's he's gonna die before he finishes. Everyone's books. waiting on his new book, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna start a side project, writing something else, like my memoirs or something." And everyone's like, "Shut up! Stop! Stop writing your memoirs! Finish the fucking series!" Before <laughs> you die, God damn it! Everyone loses his shit every yeah, time he's like writing something gonna... else. It's like what? It's like he's like out in public, just having breakfast or something. People are heckling him. Someone just like oh, someone orders a copy. Someone orders a copy in the same cafe he's in, just to walk up and throw it in his face and go, "Make the fucking." book already yeah yeah everyone's so impatient here so do you reckon 70 episodes of rick and morty oh, yeah, 15 episodes per year mm, we don't rick and morty by if they spend more than a year developing making them good they'll do that i'd rather well wait season longer. three was two years ago this year yeah man that took so forever. maybe it'll be this year maybe next I don't, I don't care either one it's fine by me yeah i've got other things to watch in the meantime i just hope they do it we're, we're gonna, I want to sidetrack from your topic for like for a little bit. We're we're in a weird place where we're getting like we fucking talk about sequels already. Like for, like almost every second episode we're talking about sequels at this point. Yeah. Um, Straight away away from the it's, original. It's, it's our theme of like this fucking podcast, just sequels, sequels and shit. Um, but I just finished playing Devil May Cry Five, and I just finished playing Kingdom Hearts Three. Those games are sequels to games that came out like fucking 12 years ago. Well, yeah. Well, there's an audience for it and they're they're making profit off it. I don't see why they... So could you imagine like being me now and then when I'm like fucking 36 picking up Devil May Cry 6? I could. I mean, think of the gap between Metal Gear Solid. Like the original one was like 1987 and then five all the way up in 2015 30 years to make like seven games all up well seven mainline games it's pretty fucked we did get that dmc reboot game from like yeah so i guess we're probably lucky that we even got five skipped over just like yeah everyone's gonna forget about that game 
It was a good game, but it just wasn't. It didn't feel like a devil. Red game. Dead Two, God of War Four. They all took like eight. They both took like eight years, respectively, yeah. to make. So I mean, there's a lot. To, there's a lot that goes into that kind of thing. Yeah, like Terry Gilliam's Don Quixote movie. They finally got to, got around to making after like twenty years, I think. <laughs> It's fucked. Was yeah. that just because they forgot about it? No, nah, because it was like a pain in the ass to make, I, I heard. Because it'd be pretty hard to Well, that's the same with Duke Nukem, right? Remember that? The, yeah. That, that game took like Did that game years? drop? Like flop? Yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. because it, it was just nothing original, I don't think. It was just the same old shooter with like crude humor, right? Um, All right. Back, anyone? anyone back, back, back to the anthology. Uh, anyone keen for Game of Thrones? Anthologies. So okay, well, okay so here's 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 something about me. Here's something about me. I have never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Oh my god, man. Wow. Are you gonna just binge it when Do it you like medieval stuff? Probably. Not really. That's probably why I never picked it up. Do you like fantasy? Not really as well, depending yeah. on it. I think watch the first I think I watched the first season of uh Merlin mm. back on the day. Yeah, I mean, I, this is this is not my thing. Watch the first two or three seasons of Game of Thrones and see what you it's think. Dry. You wanna... The first season's tough to get through, but once you power through the first season, it's a completely it's, worth it. it's ah. a completely different show entirely from season two onwards. Because you know do you, you know the big ending for season one, right? You know the you know what happens with I don't know if the people die. Yeah, he doesn't do you, he wouldn't know the character you wouldn't no, know the characters or anything. You know Sean Bean's character. No. Okay, you don't know shit. Wow, okay. Well he's he's got no invested interest. He wouldn't you wouldn't no. remember it. I, I mean, just I just I learned things through memes. I knew yeah. about major like two the two major events before like in Red season wedding. Yeah and season one. I knew about those it was hard to not I know about, about shit beforehand. Uh, I knew about Jon Snow's uh, uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No I watched that one yeah. Yeah but it's like it's so huge it's hard to avoid at least finding out one, one a few major events. Like season one and three and season seven, I learned about so all, I know about all four the, major events before watching. So it. I know of some of the actors and actresses that are in that show. Macy oh. Turner. Macy Turner. No, no, Macy Williams, Sophie Turner. Macy Williams, Sophie Turner. Harrington. Um, yeah. That's kind of all I know, actually. Uh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I reckon just, yeah, binge it when and you And the, want. oh, fuck, he became a match, massive meme in like... Peter Dinklage. No. There's, there's Peter Dinklage. Um, fucking... A massive meme. Fucking... Um, it was a huge guy. The mountain. Uh, oh, the the guy who plays the mountain uh, is like a massive bodybuilder. He's like the world nah, heavyweight champion. Something I don't know. He gets killed at one stage. He was. It's not untrue. Um, he gets turned into what, a zombie. What is this? <laughs> I'm thinking of doorknobs. I'm like, why am I thinking of doorknobs? Now I really want to work out who this is. Uh. Who are you talking about? The Hound, like Sandor Clegane. I think his name starts with T. Tyrion. No, we don't. Uh, fuck. Okay, I don't really care. We'll just we'll work this out later. They're um they're making well. Whilst you're looking that up, I'm just gonna go over this. They're making a um a prequel series for Game of Thrones. Why one day? Why one day? At this point, why one day? Yeah. Well, there's obviously uh, like I think this season's the last season, and then there's gonna be a a need for um. They'll keep growing. Well, there's going to be like a gap in the market for people who want uh, medieval fantasy movies with violence and sex. So they're just going to be doing a, 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 a prequel. I think is like Robert's Rebellion, I think. So it's oh. like young Robert Baratheon. Do we know how many seasons Stark. it's going to be? I think I think they, I read, uh, <laughs> read a rumor that was two. Because I don't know how they're going to flesh that out very long. But we well, know, we know lore. major events. There's so much yeah, but- lore. Yeah, we know the major events of the conflict, but it's like, how are they going to... It's going to be padding episodes of bat- battles before they just show that. It'll be like Band of Brothers, except it probably won't work quite as well, I'd say. You don't like Band of Brothers, do No, you? I like, I loved Band of Brothers. Someone doesn't. Oh, Duke, 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 Duke doesn't. didn't like it, because it wasn't... There was no formal narrative, traditional kind of story structure, because it's Yeah, because just, it's not a story. It's not. Anyway. But yeah, no, I kind of see it being like that. Like, we know they'll have major events happening... But they'll they'll be they'll, to space it out between two seasons. They'll have all these episodes and maybe like a bunch of other little side stories in like uh, conspiracy. Was Jason like, Momoa in Game of Thrones? Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah. He right. um, yeah. like the first. Yeah, first season. Um, first of the Dothraki kings or something. Yeah, but then he died and fucked off. Oh yeah, just I heard spo- that he might come back. Spoiler, but I don't think that. Mu- That's stupid. Oh. Never come back. 
Um, and uh, to fill that Game of Thrones gap that people are people will be um, longing for, they're making a Lord of the Rings Hoda. TV show. That's right. Hoda. Hoda. Hodor, hold the door. Hold the yeah. door. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, Different. No. Oh, rest in peace, man. Okay. That was a good character. <laughs> like, that was a massive. I love. It blew my mind when he's like. Yeah, all I think that back. was the point. Yeah, like, oh, that's the entire so point. Do you know about that? No, don't. Uh, don't no, go into. You should. It just became a massive meme. I'm like, I don't get this. His name's Hodor. And then. And that's all he can say is his name, but we'll leave it at that. And like, then he die saying his name. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, other um, than that, that's all you get. Okay. Um. Yeah, Lord of the Rings TV show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like with that prequel sh- um, show happening and then the Tolkien biopic, I feel like this is the year. I've been saying this. I feel like this is the year I finally get around to both reading the, the trilogy of Lord of the Rings and finishing off The Hobbit after like 15 seen, years. I haven't even seen The Five Armies. And then seeing the mo- yeah, and then watching the movies. It. You just read the book, man. Okay. You don't, did you watch the first two? Yeah. Oh, if you watch first, you maybe you get something out of the third one just to tie it off. But yeah. the books, the books more concise. Okay. Well, I'm gonna read the books and, w- and go watch the. Because I remember the marketing for that movie was just nothing. Oh, I hate that. I hate, I like the story. I just hate that it's the the only driver for them to split it up into three movies was just money. What's this? It, the Hobbit. The Hobbit trilogy. Yeah, they did not need to split. Like I've got the damn book, and it's like literally like. You could, you'd have to really stretch shit out to make a fucking trilogy out of it. Oh, they managed it though. Oh, There's like God. all these like like small relationships that they fostered, and like like the like the politics between the dwarves and the elves, which I think did exist in the book, but they just fleshed it out. What do you think of the bringing it back to anthologies? Actually, kind of in, in just a way. Just before we wrap it up, yeah. yeah. What do you? The Witcher series is coming out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Do you Another think we talk about that already with Henry Cavill? Yeah, do you it's think they weird. might... Well, I'm tying it back to anthologies. Because like with Witcher 3, there's the main story, but you go off and there's so many different side quests. There are these own little contained stories. And even the books, there are in, there are the novels and then there are short story collections with Geralt or Dandelion or whoever else just going about shit and like, getting into all these wacky adventures. Do you think they might um, encapsulate that kind of... Um, what those does, premises around like the TV shows as well? Like they'll have entire episodes when, or bits. How many seasons is it? And know. when's it slated to come out? I don't know. I get no idea. See, I think that could be that could be their direction, but it's more likely that there's going to be like a it's going to a long a, form overarching narrative. Definitely. Yeah, I reckon they will. But it'd be nice to see a few episodes just split up. Like do it because that yeah. would be like. If they do it well, it could be one of the most successful video game adaptions into like I don't think TV do or film. I don't because what else well. do we have that's successful recently? In terms games of, in terms of video from games to film. Shit, because there's not much. Assassin's Creed was the last thing I think. Yeah, but that's that wasn't that was barely... actual good stuff. There's good movies to games. I think that's I think the ratio there's a bit what's, more balanced. What's a movie that? to game? Fucking The Warriors, like thirty years later, it's awesome. Lego, Lord of the Rings. What else was that? Oh, yeah. Lego was, Lego was good. Wolverine. Wolverine. X-Men Origins, Wolverine. The game Lego was way better two? than the movie, That's I think. That's true. Um, huh? Has anyone seen Lego Movie 2? I haven't seen it. No. Is it out? I think it's out. Oh. Um, yeah, I think that. I think Ar- uh, Wolverine Origins, is the game was made better by the the mm. poor quality of the film. Like, just the contrast made it. There was a game it. for Wolverine Origins? Yeah, it's good, actually, yeah. Oh, shit. No, it's good. Um, what else? I think it's... We've done an episode on this, surely. We have. But, um, we can always uh, come back to it. Doom, guys. I remember, wasn't great. Guys, Doom was a game. If you want us to talk more about video games, let us know. How? We have a Facebook page. <laughs> Do we really? Wow. wow, we say this every time. What a, we have a Facebook page. What a time to be alive. Yeah. We are also on YouTube. If you want to be eight episodes behind, you can leave us a comment there. Or you can shoot us an email at Productions at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. All right. Until then, we shall see you guys next time. All right, we're just going to end it there. Yeah. <laughs> Too easy. Cool. All right, Quick guys. sign off. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. This is you can find next us episode. Next episode. Yep. Which will probably be in like two weeks or a month at this point. Yes. Sounds uh, about right. <laughs> if you want to listen to other episodes, we are also on Spotify, iTunes. Podbean. Podbean. Pocketcast. Yeah. Google Anchor. Podcasts. Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. Thank you, Anchor. All right. Um, are we uploading our episodes onto YouTube? We stopped doing that like eight episodes ago. 
Yeah. All right then. If you want to, if you want us to be on YouTube, let us know as well. Yeah. All if, right. If you made it this far, thank you very much. We'll see you guys soon. This bye. Is, this is Adam Panda Bear signing off. Bye bye.